Hey guys, this is my leak and I am coming to you on Monday, Memorial Day. Um, you are not going to believe this. So I put out a tweet and I even went on Facebook saying that I was going to pretty much be off, uh, well, off of my office, but pretty much working from home today. So send me your questions and I'll go ahead and answer them. And guess what I did? Come to find out my microphone was not, um working. So I recorded a lovely podcast answering your questions. Um, but the quality just wasn't good. I think that I have gotten used to the really wonderful quality. And so I said, you know what, I am going to straighten up the house a little bit more, I am going to put a couple loads of laundry in and then I will pour myself a glass of red wine. And I will take this show on the road and when I say on the road I mean upstairs to the bedroom and I will just podcast from here um kind of just winding down for the night I hope you guys had a really lovely and relaxing weekend um whenever you decide to listen to this but I got some really great questions today and I really wanted to go ahead and record this again because I had such a good time answering the questions. Um, before I get into the questions tonight, um, mytachi.com is the website. Uh, if I got some questions today about like my organizational method, if you go to my website, mytachi.com, I've got the journals that will, the number, the first journal, Learn More to Earn More, will show you my organizing method. And then the second journal is This Is My Year. It can become your year at any time. So um, don't ever forget that. And there's just tips to like kickstart. So, you know, the summer is coming and maybe you didn't have the best first six months of the year. But you know what? June 1, you got the rest of the year to bust it out. So we're at the halfway point now. Anyway, if you want to ask me questions, you can send me an email to mytaughtyou at gmail.com. <clears throat> or you can go to my website. There's a tab that says ask me anything and you can literally ask me anything. So without further ado, I'm going to get into tonight's question coming from Tamika Lowe. Hey, Tamika. Tamika says, hi, my leak. I would like to hear you discuss what else you want out of life. You appear to have a very successful career that you love. Although I'm not 100% sure, you appear to be financially stable. You, you appear to be in a healthy relationship with a man that shares the same or similar views. Therapy has been beneficial for you, etc. What else would you like to accomplish? Um, and so I just want to start off by saying thank you for the way that you really worded that because... As it stands, most of us, we know each other by way of social media, meaning that's how you know me and that's how I quote unquote know many of you based on your comments, based on, you know, the photos that you tag me in. But other than that, all we see um, is just about, you know, a one minute video, 15 second snippet or just a photo and we're left to sort of assume that someone is doing well in their lives. And so I really appreciated that you kind of said appear to be because sometimes I've gotten um, messages, you know, I'm so happy to see you in a loving relationship when I would like post a picture from just like going on a date. And I'm like, girl, I have not found love, trust me. Um, but I will say for, you know, this point in my life, I do feel like I have a very successful career. But I felt that way, you know, probably I'm 37. I felt I have felt that way for over a decade. Um, because I have always taken jobs that I love. So 
when you love your job, you know, when you love what you do, you know, I felt like I had succeeded because so many people I felt were sort of doing things that they liked and they kind of liked their job, meaning, you know, every day is not going to be a holiday when you're working and you're not going to love every single task. But I just felt really happy and blessed and successful just doing what I like. So I, I feel, I do agree with you on that. Um, as far as being financially stable, I am financially stable and I feel like that is like my biggest, greatest, like, and the financial stability is more a mental thing. Meaning, I mean, yes, I know that you need money to pay bills and all that good stuff, but I conquered sort of my need to impress or try to impress. And I stopped like dressing up my problems and I don't, you know, I just bought myself a new car. Like I have never bought myself a new car and I just bought a new car this year for the first time ever. And so that is kind of huge for me because I've never felt like, you know what, I need to like stun on people. Or there was a period of time when I was living in LA and I was like, oh God, if I don't have a nice car, people won't think I know what I'm doing. And then I moved away to Atlanta and decided like, you know, I'm starting over and I'm going to do what works best for my budget. And so I ended up buying a, the first car that I bought here in Atlanta was a, like a 2000 something. I don't even know. That's how old it was. Toyota Corolla. And I bought it cash and I didn't have a car note for a very long time. And my car insurance, because the car was so old, was like 60 or $70. Um, and I feel like at that point I became financially stable because I didn't have a car note and I was able to enjoy my money and enjoy um, sort of financial freedom and not this stress of like every time something comes, I have no money left over and just having, you know, it was nice to have extra money to do things that I actually really enjoyed, you know, or being able to splurge, you know, to get the $35 bottle of wine or whatever it was back then. So, um, and if you haven't had a chance to listen to any of my money podcasts, I think I have a money podcast and a savings podcast. I share a lot of my tips on how I got there. And, um, because you know, I'm all over the internet. I have a medium account, um, medium.com. And I think it's just my first name. You can search me at my leak. And I posted, um, a blog post on like how I managed to save a ton of money. So I love the topic of just financial freedom. So feel free to check that out. But yes, I am uh, financially stable. And I appear to be in a healthy relationship with the man that shares the same or similar views. I also am in a very healthy relationship um, with someone that I'm completely compatible with, which is like probably the biggest feat. But um, as far as the relationship, my feelings on that are I, I have often struggled with the glam glamorization. Is that a word guys? Glamorization, glamorizing people glamorizing relationships um, or glamorizing people in relationships because I remember, you know, there was a time where I had, I had succeeded, you know, and I had accomplished quite a bit, but like, because I wasn't in a relationship, it was like hard for people to process, you know, you aren't, people don't, you don't get the stamp until a man validates you from the outside world typically socially that's kind of what happens and so I'm always careful very very careful to try to like say and I've posted this that like I don't think that getting married is an accomplishment don't beat me up for this but I just think that you know it's 
finding someone that agrees to partner with you or agrees to marry with you is kind of what it is. And then I just think the personal work, um, is another thing. And so I think when I think about how I feel quote unquote accomplished about the relationship, I think about the personal work that I did for that. And, um, and obviously I'm taking you around several blocks and corners before I answer your question. But as far as like the personal work that I did, you know, I really broadened my horizons on who I thought I would partner with. Like, I think for a very long time, I had it sort of set on like what my family photos would look like and who the kind of guy that I would be with would be. And it's just like, I have learned some things. And so I'll tell you about this book that I bought that I haven't really told many people about. I think I shared this on Snapchat, like very briefly one time. And I even, you know, it's one of those books that I bought in my iBooks because I just didn't want it out on my shelf. And I don't know, it's just kind of like, you know how you people are constantly like going through your books, trying to figure out who you are. So I bought this book called um, The Alpha Woman Meets Her Match. And so I've known for a long time that I am very alpha, like alpha plus, A plus plus, type A, alpha woman and this book introduced the idea of part alpha women like it it shows you like the different grades of alpha and then it shows you like the different grades of beta and I don't think I ever ever would have considered uh being with someone beta because I'm like as I'm alpha I've always thought like I should be attracted or I was attracted to alpha plus and uh, there there was conflict there for me um and so this book sort of describes the various types of beta my current boo is beta I even asked him I was like do you think you're alpha he's like no um I was like do you think I'm alpha he's like yes um so just what that kind of looks like and how you can mesh with that. And then it kind of just like, it kind of really opened me up to different types of people. Um, I have opened myself up to um, much wider age range, which this book kind of talks to you about. So widening the age range, um, being open to other races, obviously for those of you that follow me, um, just being open to, all kinds of people. And so that was one thing. And then um, I just decided that I was going to, I just decided that I was going to just say yes until I absolutely had to say no. And so before I would get into this thing where, you know, I would put all my other life things in front of like my personal dating life. And I would just be like, Oh no, you know, I'm not doing that. I can't, I'm too busy. And so even with uh, my current boo, like in the beginning, we, I went on some dates with him. I was like, um, I remember he asked me out like on a school night, like a week, a work night. And I typically don't go out after work unless, you know, it's a work thing or like, it's something I need to go to for a friend. But for the most part, I like to come home, make dinner, do a little bit more work, catch up on some reading and go to bed. Like, I just really like to stay in my routine. And I was just like, okay, my leg, break your routine for a day. So I did. And I just, you know, I just said, I'll just keep saying yes until I just have to say no. And by doing that, I was able to get to know even more. And so, you know, I just like, I really worked on like my old self and my sort of bad habits. And I think that's how I kind of got to that point. So Yes, yes, these are all great. And therapy has been 
like, therapy has been my guiding light. Like I, I, I'm thankful for it because I feel like contentment, um, clarity, sanity. Um, I just, I just can handle things so much better. Like literally a couple weeks ago, I was so mad. I didn't sleep for like two nights. I was very, very angry. Um, I had to learn a very, very hard lesson, which I will probably discuss with you guys in some months, but let's just not do it tonight. And didn't sleep the first night, didn't sleep the second night. So the third night, I'm so tired, girl, I could just like pass out. And I said, you know what, my leak, you have to release this. Like, I know you want to fight and you want to make your point and you don't want people to feel like they've gotten over on you. But guess what? Let somebody feel like they've gotten over on you and you get your rest and you continue to go out and conquer the world and do what you do. Because guess what? Just because somebody takes advantage of you one time doesn't mean that you are. It didn't paralyze me or stop me from doing what I do. It just means you got me that one time. But you can get me for a second, but you're not going to get me for days and days and I'm not going to lose sleep and I'm just going to release this. I'm going to go to sleep and I'm going to let it go and I'm not going to stress out about it. I basically got screwed. It is what it is. Guess what? Nobody is exempt from it. You aren't either. So that was that. But anyway, so (laughs) therapy has helped me to do those things. But to answer your question, I took a very, very long winded and very uh, long route. But what would I like? What else would I like to accomplish? You know, I want to continue to serve. I love the idea of having this like direct, like this direct relationship with you where I can talk to you, you can talk to me. Um, and we can exchange and like grow because when I was coming along, I used to feel like there was nobody out there to help. And I'd watch what I could, I read what I could. It's, you know, I've done and read so much, but I was like, you know what, if I figure this out and if I can get some proof, you know, then I'm going to go ahead and share everything that I can. And while I definitely have enough stuff, one like super big dream thing that I would like is a beach house. I really, really love going to the beach and the idea of like putting on my little cutoff shorts and a tank top, going out to my front porch on the beach and like watching the waves or just seeing the water and just getting some work done with fresh squeezed orange juice. I know it's a very clear picture, but girl, I know exactly what I want. Definitely would love a beach house. That's a long-term goal. I'd love to be able to live um, abroad for a couple months a year. Um, I love, love Amsterdam. If you ever get a chance, go to Amsterdam. Go um, in August if you can. Enjoy the canals. Enjoy the people. Enjoy the food. Enjoy the wine. Enjoy all of it. I really love Amsterdam. Um I'd also like to live just in a totally uh, in another city. I live in Atlanta now, but I like the idea of living in New Orleans for a couple months or living in Chicago for a couple months, um, living in Austin, Texas for a couple months. There are so many places that I'd love to just be able to kind of set up shop with, you know, 14, 15 outfits and just stay there for a couple months and work from there and just enjoy these other cities, like go out on the weekends there, go to dinner there. So that's my goal. And I'm getting close. I'm going to, it's actually one of my 2017 goals. I'm going to try to do it next year. I'm going to try for two months, but I'm really going to be realistic and try to start with one, like baby steps first. 
so that's it and then my final sort of like goal that I can think of at the moment like what else do I want to do is that I want to save enough money to retire like to basically stop working and so I'd like the option to quit and I've already um, done the research and sat down with um, wealth managers at Morgan Stanley to help me to put me on a path or a program or give me a system like they kind of know how I am. So they're like, you love goals. This is the goal. They gave me like this very detailed report that showed how I could, you know, if I save at this rate, when I could retire for a, the current lifestyle that I have. And so 47, which is a decade, 10 years from now, um, if I could keep this up for 10 years, then I could, but um, we'll see. So those are some of the things I'd really like to do. Next question. Um, I understand you're a busy woman, so please don't take this the wrong way. Is there a possibility that you could upload podcasts on a schedule? Example, every other week, every Friday, etc. I only ask because I look forward to your podcast and I thoroughly enjoy them. I just want to say thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Unlike, um, I don't know, I listen to some podcasts and there are so many podcasts. Uh, keep in mind, I've been podcasting since 2011 before it was even a thing. And I really started my quote unquote podcast as a way to sort of lengthen tweets, lengthen conversations um, and kind of like get some things out of my head. And so I never expected um, for podcasts to become as popular as they have. And when I used to do podcasts back in the day, I'd get like 30 listens like a month, you know, and I know that I have some people who have listened since the day, since day one, like Maya Hicks, Hey Girl, like there are people who just listened to my podcast from day one. So, um, and it was very sort of like, it was kind of like a diary of sorts for me. And in some ways it still is meaning like, you don't always write in the diary every single day and every single night. It's like you usually write when the spirit hits you or something moves you or something you really feel like you need to document. And sort of that, that is sort of how this is with me. And so it's like, it's my reprieve. And I have so many other pressures um, from my full-time job um, that if I had yet another pressure to like hit these like, you know, I'm so hard on myself. And if I didn't have anything to say one particular Friday, or if I didn't have anything that I thought was interesting, my concern is that I would lose the authentic authenticity of doing this. So um, that's just giving you the super real is that, you know, I have to have some time like not like Lauren Hill time to tap into my chakras or anything. But um, this is one of those things that I really like to do from the heart. And so um, there are certain things that I have to do where I have to perform and I have to hit my deadlines and my life is so deadline oriented and if you follow me you know that I use a calendar and Monday through Friday my life is scheduled down to the minute and I just don't want that pressure with this at all so I hope to start doing even more um I have some other things coming up with fresh books I, I had a little conversation with them so you can expect some more business stuff but not going to be scheduled yet hopefully one day soon maybe one day when I can get my business to a point where I am just kind of there giving you know top level guidance but I'm too enmeshed in the day-to-day -day for now next question I've been trying to date but I'm having confidence issues I feel like I'm a cool girl problem is I'm a university graduate and still haven't found work in my field 
the health field, but in customer service. The guy I'm interested in may be turned off by this. Is this enough reason to give dating a backseat? So my first, excuse me, thing that I'm going to say to you is stop making up shit. Stop making up stuff. Like you are projecting your issues onto this guy that you don't even know. You don't know what he may or may not be turned off by. And we have to be careful to not project and to not put our issues onto other people. Um, The only way for you to find out whether or not he is, is to first find out if he's even interested in you. You know, he may, the fact that you want to go into the health field could be an issue or something, or you just don't know. You don't know what and if the issues would be. And so I would say to not approach things from a defeatist Um, mindset and don't like put things on people because that's how you feel now I also want to keep in mind that this is just dating just dating just getting to know he may not be your type for real for real like you're interested in him but you don't know him so don't you know I just feel like so often people you're interested in someone doesn't mean this is going to be your husband or your boyfriend or whoever it just means You found someone that has piqued your curiosity and you want to find out more about them. And so find out more. Um, And so I say do that. But the last, last thing is that focus on getting where you want to be in life. um, And the issue of dating becomes less and less daunting. You know, at least I feel like it should be. I... I've dated uh, people off and on like I've pretty much always had something going on but then I got to a point where I was just like you know what I'm really gonna just take some time off for all of this and I'm just gonna focus on me and do me and I felt like by doing that sometimes I think we can feel guilty of having you know high expectations of a mate or a partner if we can't meet those expectations ourselves or having the right to say you know I want this 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 and this and Once I got myself to a point where I was like super proud of the stuff that I had done and super proud of the woman that I became, I found that I just dated differently. You know, it was like there are people that I don't even see, meaning like you can cross my path and like I'm so confident and content with who I am. Like I'm not checking for you like that, you know, and I just think that when you get to a point where you like, you know what, I'm on top of my game, I'm her um you it's you just have access to it's like you know they say like you attract what you are you just have access to a different like pool of like stable human beings which you deserve to know so if this is really stressing you out focus on you for a while um but focus on you give dating a backseat because you choose to focus on yourself not because you're worried about some guy judging you because you are like most other people who haven't found a job in your field feel me All right. Next question. At my job, my colleagues blatantly disregard deadlines, even when I constantly check in with them to make sure things are moving. I'm the last in the line of the process, so I end up having to work late hours because of it. Don't know how to address them without sounding like an angry black girl. Any advice? Yes, yes, I have advice for you. First, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask you a question. Are they aware of what their tardiness does to you and for you? Like, have they seen you stay late? Do they know what happens when you have to stay late? What kinds of things do you miss when you have to stay late because of them? Um, Have they seen you, you know, staying there? 
do they know what this does to you? A lot of times you have to sort of share the implications with people because people who aren't as invested in like their career or their time, I have found over the years that most people are lazy. Most people are lazy and or the other people are operating at around 80%. Like that has been something that has been very difficult for me to sort of digest as a working professional that like a lot of other professionals, even even successful professionals don't operate at 100%. So I have had to find my own ways to sort of finagle and get them to work on my 100% clock, you know, and I've decided like to not even get upset about it, but to just get creative to make sure that I get what I need to get. So Sometimes you may want to have a conversation and say, you know, I know that this probably you probably feel like this doesn't concern you. This may not matter to you. Or my favorite is that I know this seems trivial. um, But when you don't X, Y and Z, I have to deal with this, this and that. And I still to this day use that with some people in my office because I'm just like, I know it seems very trivial to not do this or to not address something in this way or whatever. But when you don't like, let me show you the bigger picture. Let me show you what, what one small thing, how one small thing affects like the larger picture. You know, we've had things where people will set something up and, what number's missing or they did forgot to unclick or click something and it literally threw off the whole website, you know? And it's like, I know you felt like it wasn't a big deal or you could get deal with it tomorrow, but you didn't realize that when you don't check this causes a snowball. And let me show you all the, all the emails that we're going to get from customer service because of it, which causes more work for the team. You know, one little hiccup on your end causes more work for somebody else. Trying to explain that to people um, and having them be more careful. Another thing is just get annoying with them. Like, I find that when people know you're annoying, they just start sending you your stuff before because they don't want to, you know, they don't want to hear from you. So instead of getting angry, you can be annoying and be like, you know, so let's just say that your due date for something is the 15th. On the 1st, I'm going to be checking in with you. Hey, so-and-so, I know that the 15th is coming up. I know we have a, we're just a few weeks out, but I wanted to just check in and see where you were, see if there's anything I can help you with and just make sure that, make sure that you're going to be, um, you're going to meet my deadline. Oh yeah, sure. That's what they're going to say. Then I'm going to check back in on the seventh or the eighth and just say, Hey, you know, we're one week out and just want to make sure you've made progress. And if, you know, I want to make sure that we're on time with everything. I'm going to check back, let them know then that you're going to become annoying. I'm going to check back in with you on the 12th. Um, and uh, you check back in with them on the 12th, you check back in with them on the 13th, and then you check back in with them on the day before the 14th. Hey, I know I'm being very annoying and uh, my bad, but, um, I just want to make sure that I get what I need for the fifth by the 15th. This makes, this helps you like, don't worry. Like, don't try to change people. Just get creative and figure out how to get what you want. Next question. First of all, thank you for all that you do. The question, I had a somewhat rough younger life. Now I'm trying to establish a career and have found a lot of VIPs willing to mentor slash sponsor me. I feel very blessed, but I have no experience dealing with VIPs and want to nurture good relationships. Any advice? Um, Do you have experience dealing with human beings? 
Um, treat them with the same respect that you treat anybody else. Uh, my dad used to say to me, every person puts their pants on one leg at a time. And that always stuck with me. And it's just like, it doesn't matter who someone is, what they've accomplished. Um, everybody is still very much human. And everybody, everybody, whether they're a VIP or they're not a VIP to you, uh, but they're a VIP to somebody else, um, you should treat everybody with kindness and respect. And just earlier today, I was having a conversation with two young women who were over my house. And it's like in that 20 something phase where you're trying to figure out what are the things that I need to do to like become successful? Do I need to hire a photographer? Do I need to learn how to take better Instagram pictures? Should I tweet more? Should I do YouTube videos? And it's like, these are all fine, but it's like, you need to be kind. You need to be very kind because, um, kindness is going to get you a lot of places. And when I think about, uh, in the last podcast that I recorded, I told the story of a woman that I hired to do some work for me and she came over and she one time had an intern with her and she treated the intern like trash. And that was sort of like a flag went up in my head. Like, I don't want to do, I don't really want to work with this person because I was once an intern. Everybody has to start from somewhere and treating people that way is really just disgusting because people switch roles swap daily you know and I told the two young women there I was like you're sitting here today feeling like you maybe haven't made it but all it takes is for you to get one call you get one call let's just say Michelle Obama calls you and says she wants you to help her set up you know her next 15 things you just went from you know, not being known to being known. And now you have a more important position. Guess who I want? Guess who I want you to remember was kind to you and respected you. Um, you know what I mean? It's me. And so, you know, like, I remember she like threw, like, it was like threw something at the intern, but like, instead of just handing it to her, she like tossed it. And I was like, that is so disrespectful. I'm so not into that. So, you have to treat everyone kind. Everybody is a VIP. Just have that attitude and you will succeed. Everybody is a VIP, okay? Next question. Hi, my leak. Hello. I have been a stick to the book, always do everything right, all around, responsible girl all my life. I currently have three degrees. You go, girl. My last master's was in education. After having my daughter, I wanted a career that left me flexibility to be with her. With that being said, while I love education, it's just not my passion. I have always dreamed quietly to myself of entering the beauty industry, skincare to be exact. The issue is aside from my own research, I don't know much about the industry. I come from a time when internships was the way to go, but at this stage in the game, am I too old? Are internships the only way to break through an industry? Thank you for the advice you provide to a community for women like ourselves. You're so very welcome. And thank you for being a part of the community. I I enjoy being a part of this community. Um, but answer that I have for you earlier today is that we are in the information age. And there are classes and programs and books and articles and all of that. And so my suggestion would be to find some of the companies that you absolutely love and admire. And start figuring out who started these companies. And start figuring out if they have books, if there's articles. You can figure out how they did it. And I don't know if you know, but there's a company that I that I work for called Curlbox. And there's this series that we do called Curlbox TV. 
And Curlbox TV, I interviewed tons and tons of entrepreneurs and women who have gotten into the beauty space. And I don't know if any of them interned. In fact, I think that I may have been the only person who actually interned in the beauty industry. And so I think about Miss Lisa Price, who I just absolutely adore. And I've sat down with her on multiple occasions. I even shared an Uber with her um, before. That's the last time I saw her was um, we shared an Uber from a hair show and she just she started with one thing you know what I mean she started with one thing and then she made another and then she made another and that's kind of what you should do Courtney of the main choice she started with one thing her hair vitamins Monique of Miel Organics Miel Organics she started with one thing and it's just like start with figure out what's your dynamic skincare product and you just go from there um there's trial by fire. You have to get out there and you have to learn from your mistakes. But most people who have succeeded learn by doing. So I would just say start with one thing and then start to do another. Hopefully that helps. My last, last question, um, which I get, which I get all the time. So my answer can continues and remains the same. My question is, should you employ friends and or family? I have a small business, which is taking off smiley face. You, I love that. Like, congratulations. I have a friend and a family member who are both qualified for a position as a therapist within my company. However, I'm concerned about mixing friends and family and business. What do you think? I think the answer is in O. You answered your own question when you said, I'm concerned with mixing friends, family and business. They don't go well. It's a horrible, it's just not a good cocktail. And I'll tell you why. It's just, you know, I have had that boundary for myself and I have loved and appreciated and it just helps you when there are times when you're going to have to have some tough conversations in that you will with you will have to do that with everybody. You will never go through, you know, employing people and not have to have some kind of conversation. And it's hard. It's hard enough to do it with someone who's not your friend and not your family member. And just adding that extra layer um, is just no good. And you think about all the stuff that may, you know, that you may just put off because you don't want to have to deal with it. And I just say, no, you know, it's like if you value your friendship and you value your family, keep the business separate and find there are some other amazingly qualified therapists out there that will take your company to the next level. Thank you guys so much. Um, I will be back with my next uh, business podcast very soon, but I just wanted to holler at y'all today. Hope you had a good one. Bye.